Welcome back to the Be Free program where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Lueda Roshke. Don Kennedy's with me and we're talking about the assignment of a lifetime. I'm telling you what, uh, Mary had the assignment of a lifetime. And I love how how the angel Gabriel just comes to her, you know, greets her and tells her to not be afraid. The Lord is with you. You're favored. You have much grace. And how that we get the same message that we are highly favored and have much grace and to fear not. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so awesome. So awesome. Uh, a good message for us today. Right. Right. And no matter what our situation is. And uh, but he he tells her she is going to have the awesome honor I see it. I mean, he didn't say it in those words, but he said, you're highly favored. Mm -hmm. She's going to have the honor to carry the son of God Mm -hmm. and and to bear him. And I'm going to get to that in just a few minutes, but I want to finish out this chapter, Dom, and then we're going to visit on this. Uh, I want to finish one thought just a second ago when you were talking about Elizabeth Mm -hmm. and you were telling them that, you know, she's not, you're not the only one that's having to believe and all that. And we've been talking about the details that God's into. And, and earlier in the chapter, which we didn't read this, but I just wanted, it just jumped out and amazed me when it's talking about uh, John the Baptist being filled with the Holy Spirit in Elizabeth's womb. Mm-hmm. And I never caught this before, but when I was studying it, it said that was a per- permanent personal promise of the coming of the Holy Spirit to all believers for yeah. salvation and ministry because he, she was filled in the womb with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And, and, he, and that baby actually later jumps in right. the womb when, yeah. when he comes in the presence of Mary who's yeah. pregnant. And I just, yeah, his foreshadowing and his, uh-huh. all of his details are yeah. so beautiful right. for the Christmas story, how yeah. he wanted to send that comfort. He knew we were going to need the comforter along with the Savior, you know? Right. I mean, oh my goodness. I know. And, you know, like we were talking about at the top of the hour, too, that whenever, sometimes we can just, because we hear the Christmas story every year, mm-hmm. we can look at it just and take it lightly. Maybe not intentionally, but we're not, but because we're not intentionally praying about it, thinking about it, looking at it. How does this apply to me today? Thank you, God, for what you did. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And, and looking deeper in the whole, the whole story, uh, what happened and how, how incredibly it's critical. It's, it's, it is the most important event of human history, right? right? The coming of God, the coming of Jesus Christ to earth. It's so amazing. So he, he tells her that the Holy Spirit is going to come upon her and the power of the highest shall overshadow her. And in the Amplified, it says in verse 35, uh, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you like a shining cloud. I love that. Like yes. a shining cloud. Yes. And so the holy, pure, sinless thing or offspring which shall be born of you will be called the Son of God. And listen, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is now the sixth month with her who is called barren. Now, she's a much older lady. She's, she's advanced in years. Totally impossible for this to happen without intervention from God. And then he says, for with God, nothing is ever 
impossible. No word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment. And back in those days, they thought barrenness was a a sign that they were something was wrong in their Mm -hmm. lives but Mm -hmm. no curse but not with them they were highly favored Uh and god waited till it was impossible for them to yeah to Mm -hmm. have a say about Mm -hmm. it you know about who did it yeah right (laughs) yeah it's it's uh it's just a beautiful picture for us to to just remember god is the god of the impossible yes you know he is the god of the impossible and and this word for with god nothing is ever impossible. In the King James, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. Now, what is impossible with man is very much possible with God. Now, I have some mighty awesome promises that the Lord showed me when I was 12 about ministry and where God, what God wanted to do. And, and my heart just said, yes. And we're going to talk about that in a minute, just about the yes and being mm-hmm. the willingness of Mary. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I've asked the Lord to give me the nations as his inheritance. I've asked the Lord that I preach the gospel all over the world. And to a part, it has happened. But there's more to come. It's impossible in the natural. Right. It's totally, completely impossible for many reasons. <laughs> I can name you a whole list. On, yeah, we're completely dependent on <laughs> right, him. Completely dependent upon him. And so... My, I take this word and I, I declare it over myself and I invite you to also for with God, nothing is ever impossible and no word from God shall be without power in my life or impossible of fulfillment. My, my Bible says for no word from God will ever fail. Mm-hmm. Right. It never fails. Never fails. The, <laughs> the never failing word of God. I mean, we, we need to, we need to digest that. Mm-hmm. And know that if God said it, just align up, just align with that, and just just walk in faith, just declare it, and uh, and like little Mary did, she says, "How shall this be? Not right. What shall this be? It was how shall this be?" And then He revealed the details. Well, you know that's I, I imagine if you are a young teenager and the angel Gabriel appears to you in your everyday life going about your business and tells you that you're going to give birth to the son of God. The Holy Spirit's going to come upon you that you would want some details, Mm -hmm. right? And it's the most important human event ever. And he reveals it to her and he shows her uh, so that she didn't have to rely upon, you know, I don't know about you, but sometimes I can lay awake at night. I mean, working a plan, thinking about that, and how's this going to work out, and what am I going to do here, what should I do? I mean, like just over and over and over, thinking and rethinking. And the Bible says that she cast in her mind, how shall this be? Mm-hmm. In other words, she was thinking about it. And uh, so she just, in her, her little spirit, you know, she's just like, I should ask. Right. Just ask. And, and he gave her what she needed to know right, right then. For that moment. Right. He yeah. didn't tell her, oh, and by the way, yeah. you're going to have to watch him die after you raise right. him. And she didn't, yeah. he didn't give her all that detail because it wasn't pertinent to what was right. happening right, right. right yeah. then for her. Right. I mean, it was pertinent for us, but right. not for her. Yeah. And so he gave her what she needed then. And we need to re- remember that, that when we're listening for God, he'll give us what we need. Right. At that time. Yes. Yes. And be willing to receive it. Right. You know, mm-hmm. um, the assignment of a lifetime. That's what she that for all humanity, yeah. the assignment of all 
not just a lifetime, but of all humanity. Sometimes he doesn't give us the whole big picture because it would be too much. Too much. (laughs) He gives us what we must know to do what we must do Mm -hmm. and empowers us to do it at that time. And so Mary said, now here's, I love this. After the angel said, tells her what's going to happen. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. Uh, Nothing, no word from God shall be without power (laughs) or impossible of fulfillment. And then Mary said, Mary said, I love this. Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to your word. Now let me read that in the Amplify. Then Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaiden of the Lord. Such humility. Such humility. Mine says the Lord's servant. Yeah, the Lord's <laughs> servant. Humility. Uh she knew that she wasn't to be worshipped. She knew she was just a lowly handmaiden, right. humble. I'm the servant of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Let it be done to me according to what you have said. So she took on the assignment. She at that moment, she said, yes. Now, she knew she was not married. She knew that she was going to be pregnant. She knew that... It was going to come co- with risk. <laughs> come with risk. It was going to come at a price. Mm-hmm. Uh, would Joseph still marry her because she's pregnant? Uh, would she be cast out? Would she be stoned for that culture at that time? Uh, what would happen? She didn't know everything. Would, and can you imagine the people saying, yeah, right. And she became that was, the first habitation. Right. Can you imagine the people say, you know, some of the women or different ones saying, yeah, right. She's pregnant because of the Holy Spirit. She has a son of God. Can you imagine the scorn and the laughing, the making fun of her, the talking behind her back? You know, yeah, she had a word from God. Right. We know what really happened. And, and so she, as this young girl, just very simply said, be it unto me, according to your word. What an example for us to be it unto us according to his word. It was a simple act of extraordinary faith is what my Bible says that a woman ever consented to accomplish. So what she did right there, she had a willing heart and she made place in her life. We, we have to come to that place that we make place and space for him. Mm-hmm. For us to carry more of him. Uh, she, she literally, literally had space and place made for him mm-hmm. in her womb to carry the son of the living God. She literally made room. And, and today, the, we are still reaping the benefits from that. But today, I I think our question to ourselves is, uh, are we willingly making room and space for to carry the presence of God in in our heart, in our mind, in our body, uh, on our jobs, in our uh, government, uh, in our schools, in the marketplace, in our homes? homes? Mm -hmm. Are we are we? 
being that habitation for him? Are we carrying Christ? Are we pregnant with him and giving him away to others? Are we getting filled up with him? Do we have a willing, humble heart to say, Lord, I need more of you. I want, I want you. I want all you have. I want to carry you. I want to be, you know, present your body, a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto him, for this is your reasonable service. You know, do not be conformed to this world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It takes the not being conformed mm-hmm. and the renewing of your mind to be able to have that heavenly mindset. There, and I, I just hope I'm conveying this in a way that makes sense because it just it hit me this morning mm-hmm. when I was reading and and and. Actually, before I even sat down to read again this this passage, as I, I did last night, and I sat down to, as I'm just, before I even got there, I heard that phrase again, which he's been telling me a lot lately, make space and place for me. Carry me. Make room that I can habitate completely every area. And you know what, Don? I, we're in full-time ministry, right? Right. And sometimes it's hard to make space and place. Right. We're on the go a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and to do that, to say, okay, this is the most important. Right. Th- this right here is the most important. And from out of that, everything else should flow. Right. Be the, sp- be the, uh, the springboard for that. Uh, he is our source. He's our sp- All of our springs are in Him is how the Bible puts it. And so, but we get busy. And in the Christmas season right now, we get busy. We're buying gifts and we're, we're making plans and we're having Christmas parties. And there's nothing wrong with any of that. No, nothing wrong with it. Uh, we're getting ready for Christmas cantatas, cantatas maybe or, you know. But are we taking on the assignment of a lifetime, which is to carry him, to be, to be as, as Mary was who humbled herself and allowed him to have her, mm-hmm. to overtake her. Right. I mean, it overtook her life. Right. Right? The whole, right. It, yeah. everything. It, it literally changed her life and thereby by her willingness, her yieldedness, her surrender, her humility, her faith. Don't forget that. Her faith. And her perseverance to not let anyone else's opinion to pers- to deter her. Because of that, we now have the way made open to be in fellowship with Christ, be in fellowship with God. I think, too, sometimes we have to remember we're part of something bigger. And she had to, she had to know that in some level. She had to know she was part of something bigger than just her own self. You know, it's easy to be focused on ourselves you know, there's a lot of problems around. There's a lot of things happening around us, and we get tunnel vision. But she had that moment where she had to go, this is bigger than me. Yeah. And I'm sure it probably didn't work out the way she saw it in that moment even. You know, a lot of details of our lives don't work out the way we yeah. thought they would. Mm-hmm. But it was all for the greater good. It was for something greater. It was for something bigger than herself. Mm-hmm. And she recognizes that as she comes, you know, along mm-hmm. through his her walk with him. So that's always a challenge for ourselves is just to remember that we're part of something bigger. Exactly. And when tough things come along, it doesn't mean God doesn't love you. 
It doesn't mean uh, he doesn't have good plans for you. It means that you're part of something bigger and ask him how to navigate it. And she did. How, God? Yeah. How? And, and he showed and her. And he showed her. <laughs> and and Dawn, so she, she said yes to the greatest, most crucial assignment that could ever be on anyone's life for all of humanity. Anything God's asked yeah. me to do has not been as hard no. as... <laughs> and as and as significant as significant, significant yeah, right. as impactful as critical as that but here's the thing here's the connection in our last few minutes that i really want us to make coming down to where we live on our level is that was her assignment to bring forth the son of god into the earth so that he so she had to work with the plan of God. The angel Gabriel had to work with the plan of God to appear to her, right? And to speak to her. And she had to be willing to say yes to us because Jesus had to have an entry into the human realm, into the world. And he had to have a vehicle, so to speak. And Mary was that vehicle, right? And so she said yes to it. Now, we each have an assignment on our lives. We each have a calling, a purpose. You are no mistake. You are not put on this earth uh, just as an afterthought. You are not just the result of the will of a man and a woman uh, and that came together and you were born. You were intentional. You are intentionally created, brought forth in this world, uh, and you have a purpose and a plan. According to Psalms 139, all your days are written in a book before ever there was one of them. There's a book about your life. Uh, you are fearfully and wonderfully created. You and every all your parts were woven on the inside beautifully, right? And uh, in fact, let me, let me flip over there for just a second. Psalms 139, I believe it is. Yes. Uh, you formed me in my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's room. I will womb. I will praise you for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. My frame uh, or her there means your bones was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. You saw my substance or that word actually means days being yet informed. And in your book, they are all written. The days fashioned for me. When as yet there was none of them, how precious are your thoughts to me, O God! How great is the sum of them! If I should count them, they would be more in number than the sand when I wake. I am still with you. Now, does that sound like something that was an accident? Absolutely nope. not. <laughs> Absolutely not. You were born on purpose. You were created with a master blueprint. Uh, you were wanted. You are wanted. God loves you, and he has a, an incredible purpose uh, for your life, an assignment. Now, the one that as believers, we all have this assignment, okay? Mm -hmm. Every single one of us. It's Mark 16, verse 14. He appeared to the leaven as they sat at the table. Wait, let's go back down to verse 15. And he said to them, go into all the world. And preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. 
but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they shall cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So then after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. I mean, he had already finished it and completed it. He had finished his assignment. And they went out and preached everywhere. The Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. Now, you may not be called to stand behind a pull, actual pulpit and preach. But you are still called to preach. You are still called to share the gospel. Uh, you are, it isn't a, just those with a, uh, that are ordained or licensed. No, 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 no. It's a body ministry. Mm -hmm. You are called. You have an assignment on your life. It's critical. It's crucial. In this day and time that we're living in, how important it is when there is so much darkness and confusion and chaos and hatred and, and racism and deception and just so many things happening in our own nation, not counting the rest of the world, that we rise up with the good news mm -hmm. of the gospel. That we share Christ, who is the light of the world. He's the light in the darkness. I can't tell you how many times God used me in my regular workplace before we came into full-time ministry. I mean, he, he, that was training ground, too, but he always used me everywhere I went. Yeah. There was always somebody that wanted to pray, always somebody that mm -hmm. wanted peace. You know, whatever I could carry right. of God. Yeah. They wanted it. They want it because they're, they're desperate. Mm -hmm. uh, preach. Preach. And I think it was Smith Wigglesworth, I'm not sure, that said, use words if you have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let your, let life, your life preach. But, yeah. but then open your mouth. It says, go ye into all the world. You are a ye. You are a you. Yeah. You are who he was talking love to. People. Right. Go, <laughs> love people. Love God, love people. Go. This is the greatest assignment on our lives. Now, I may do it in a different way. Uh, God has called me. To, to radio and TV and to, to preach certain platforms. to certain platforms and to preach it before churches and different places. And I love it. I that, take it seriously. But it's no more than the platform That's they right. have right in their job, right. right? We don't, right. we don't look at it as something higher than anybody else. It's just a different platform. Yeah. Because I can't reach everybody. I can't, I, I don't know the people you know and vice versa. In right. many cases, not everybody's going to turn on a right. Christian station. Right. Sometimes they have to see it through somebody yeah. else. And so, Take it seriously and also take it by faith that if he said to you uh, to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, that buddy, he will back it up with the anointing. He will back it up when they, they says they went out and preached everywhere. The Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs and wonders, with accompanying signs. Buddy, open your mouth and preach. Make space and place for the presence of the Spirit of God, of the Word of God, of the Holy Spirit, just like Mary did. She made place and space. She had a willing heart, and she said, Be it unto me according to your word. And the angel said to her, Nothing shall be impossible. No word of God shall go unfulfilled. It, there will be a performance of the word. And I'm here as I'm finishing, right? We got a little over a minute to say there will be a performance of the word in your life. Just believe it. Just align with it. Just receive it and make space and place for the Holy Spirit and for that thing to be formed in your womb uh, of your spirit. Uh, what God has for you. 
Know that you are important. Know that you have a mission, mission and an assignment. Know that the power of God will back it up. I'm telling you, it's time we rise up and do that. The world needs us. God needs us to do this. Our nation needs us to do this. We need to stand up and be the church and fulfill what he called us to do to go, 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 go. Your goal may look different, but it is still, there's still a go on your life. This is the assignment of a lifetime to go into all the world and preach the gospel, to uh, lay hands on the sick to cast out demons, to speak with new tongues, take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it will by no means hurt them, and to lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Come on, let's do the stuff. Woo, buddy, we only have 27 minutes, seconds left, so I invite you to call our prayer line, 866-241-0579. We'll pray for you and minister you. Go to our website at lueda.org. We have so much free stuff on there for you to bless you and minister to you, and if you want to donate to help us keep preaching and to be a part of that process, you can do that there. We appreciate you. I say I release to you a fresh new anointing to go and to fulfill and finish the assignment upon your life.